Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Inspired Choices Network. I am Kathy Cook Noble and this is Financially Speaking. So, what do we do? Here? What do we do at the network? What do we do on this show? Well, Inspire Choices Network by the just by the should tell you as it told me law many years ago now that it sends inspiration to everything that you do. So the the network itself is all about inspiration to do better, to live better, to help others to do better, to be supportive and just in general be your better self so that we are in a better world. Now I know our our owner and uh, mentor, Christine, would say it much more eloquently than I did. But that's my take on it. And because I'm a numbers person, she usually forgives me with it when I don't get the English part right. But Fire Choices Network is a beautiful place for people to come and really share their gifts with the world and in turn help make the world a better place. And I know it sounds a little bit too uh, pie in the sky, but that's really what it's all about. And when I taught any, which everyone... When I talk to different people, everyone I talk to, they always seem to feel that money is this independent thing that doesn't connect. And, and the reality is it connects everything. And if we can make ourselves in a better world and if we can build our gifts and share them with the world, then the money comes. The money is other people, which in turn makes things better. So the money is woven into all of it. And we're going to talk about it in the financial side of things because that's what we do, financially speaking. We take any financial topic that anyone wants to talk about, which I'm happy to take suggestions, and call-ins or emails, and we break it down in a way that everybody understands. Because my biggest frustration, I'm going to share it with you right now, is when I hear people say, and it's usually women, that say, I just don't have the ability to understand the financial stuff. Say, of course you do 100%. Everybody can understand their financial stuff. The problem isn't you understanding it. The problem is the way it's presented to you. And being in the industry and having been a money person for my entire life and studying it formally and practically in my own business, I can tell you, you can understand it. It's the way it gets presented. It's made to be impossible or complicated or too many pieces. And of course, there's a lot to it. Just like there's a lot to understanding your nutrition or learning how to drive a car. There's always a lot of pieces to it. But you can understand your stuff. And that's what we do here on Financially Speaking. We want you to understand your stuff. You don't have to understand your neighbor's stuff. You don't have to know what your cousin's doing or your brother or your sister or the guy on TV or the Kardashians or whoever they are. You don't need to understand their stuff. Because I'm telling you, you can understand your stuff and trying to understand their stuff only confuses you. It only puts you in a state of mind where you're competing and trying to keep up with the Joneses and all that does is perpetuate more confusion and more stress and, and unnecessary unhappiness. So let's just focus on your stuff. We've got a new year. We've come into just a couple of weeks ago. I can believe it. I can't believe we're already plowing through the first month of 2019. And a lot of people out there, I'm guessing, as most people do in the world, make New Year's resolutions. So for me, I there's a few fan of, and I'm going to share them with you tonight. Normally, I like to stay positive and talk because there's so many good things out there, so many things that I, I really do like and I'm excited about. And I know um, sometimes when I get talking to my buddy Christine, I get super excited and, and she has to slap me a little bit and tell me to calm down and slow down. and that, So that's what I'm going to do tonight. I am going to share with you some of the things that really kind of get my hair up and uh, make me a little bit excited. And one of them is New Year's resolutions. So I'm never a fan. I've never done them. I don't believe in them. What I believe in is not waiting till the beginning of the year when the calendar changes time. I believe in making changes that better yourself whenever the time or and whenever you see fit and whenever it's appropriate for you and whenever you're willing and able to, it's not about January 1st. And then you put this pressure on yourself to say, I have to, and the big ones, as we all know, or I have to lose. So I'm going to join the gym and I'm going to spend money. And by 1st of March, I'm going to be 
the novelty is going to be over and I'm going to be disappointed. I'm going to be unhappy. I'm going to not be going to the gym as regularly. The habit's fallen off and now I'm paying for a gym membership I'm not using. So that's going to be one of the contributions that when we talk about uh, financial independence tonight, I'm going to say, hey, let's look at one of these things. Like how many people have a gym membership that they're not using? Or how many people, first of the year, I'm going to read my magazines that I subscribe to instead of having them pile up at the site and then throw them out by the end of the year. How many of us are wasting money on subscriptions to stuff? And those are things that we want to look at. So New Year's resolutions, I think, are unnecessary stress that you put on yourself. I'm all for planning. I support planning. I encourage it. I think everybody should do it. And I think everybody should do a check-in on their planning. And everybody should be having an accountability partner or accountability program. However, it's going to be either with another friend, with a with a with a spouse, with a sister, brother, cousin, somebody in your industry that's a mentor. Those are those are great if you can have accountability partners. If you don't have an accountability partner or you're not comfortable with that, that's okay. You can have systems in place. Count be accountable to yourself, and that's really what it's all about. It's not about somebody making you feel bad. It's not about you making yourself feel bad because, oh, you didn't hit your target weight by March the 1st or February 12th or whatever number is. And the whole purpose of why we make New Year's resolution is because we're excited and we're going to do this thing this time and then we don't and we're disappointed on ourselves and we spiral into this sad and unnecessary state of, of unhappiness. And I really want us this year... My goal this year is for all of us to really focus on being the best we can be all the time, not just because the calendar changed on January the 1st. So when we get to January 1st, of course, there's a lot of business planning and budgeting and there's government has budget processes and all this stuff that we hear about. And I support us doing that. I want us to do that. We should do that. Because if we don't write it down and we don't have a plan, then it's just a dream and it very becomes a reality. So what's the difference between a New Year's resolution and writing down a plan the way I'm taught it. Well, we're not waiting till the new year to do it. Typically, we're not drinking when we make these plans, by the way. So uh, they're a little bit more in line with what we actually want to do and not in an altered state. So we start business planning. I'm going to share with you, instead of any theoretical or academic stuff, I'm going to share with you what I do. And and I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying it's the best out there. But I enjoy it. It seems to work. (laughs) I've been pretty happy with it it's been I've had a success with it so take what you want and modify it to however you are there's lots of programs out there you can go take there's courses you can take you can buy software there's all kinds of stuff out there to confuse you and make you feel bad you can't follow it but there's also stuff out there that can help you take the pieces that you and use that there is no wrong way to do this so I like to start my budgeting I like to start my business planning all that kind of stuff. I like to start tax planning in the end of the calendar year. Say in October or November, I start making lists of things that are ideas. It's more of, I have an ideas book. I write down and say, hey, this is what I want to do and these are some ideas I have. Then you look at these ideas and you're like, hey, let's start to put some, let's start to put some time frames in there. How long is it going to take? When do I want to do this? Do they fit with other pieces of the puzzle that you're working on? So I have a financial practice, and for me, the financial practice, I'm a licensed financial advisor. I'm a booker. We have a, we do all automotive home uh, commercial liability insurance, all yours. We have a partnership there. We do mortgages. Anything financial is the stuff I do. And I look at that, and I have opportunities come up, and I is that a business I want to get into? I'm going to give you an example of this. So I, have a, I could do tax returns. That's the one thing I don't do. And a lot of people are like, why don't you do tax returns? Like, it kind of fits. Why? For me, it doesn't fit my my business plan. And the main reason it doesn't fit my business plan is because I believe that there should be two sets of eyes on your numbers. So if I do your bookkeeping, I do a really good job, and I'm very detailed, and I take care of it the right way, and I sit to your accountant or your tax preparer, and they look at it, and they say, hey, I have an idea about a way we could do this. What do you think? then I can say, hey, I never thought of that because I didn't realize that. Or maybe there was a change in the tax code that, you know, it's, in North America, one of, we're in the most complicated tax codes that you can get into. So it's entirely possible you don't know everything in the tax code. 
There are tax lawyers and tax accountants, and all they do is study tax codes. And that's not what I do. My expertise is not telling you the tax inside and out. My expertise is to get all the information together and have it in a, in a position that your tax preparer can make the better tax choices for you. So I like to have a second on That fits my business plan. So when I do my business plan and I get those suggestions about corporate tax returns or personal tax returns, it never makes the cut because I know that I'm have a second set of eyes and I want people to get the best sets of eyes on their numbers because there's a lot of stuff out there that can happen and you can get into trouble real easy real quick with your taxes that's anywhere so that doesn't fit my business plan so i'm going to tell you what i is really very simple because you know anybody that listens to me that ever heard any of my shows you know i like simple i like basic i want everybody to be able to do it and everybody to understand it so i got a um, I'm not an artistic person. Let me just put that out there. Right okay. I can draw plus and minus and add and multiply and divide. I'm not going to be able to draw you much in pictures. But I did get an art book. And this was a recommendation from a friend of mine because I used to just do it in the regular books. But I got this art book and I got colored pens. And I thought it's going to be pretty. And then I started to take my business and I put one department on each page. And I drew a calendar. And I said, when do I want to hit certain in each, in whatever months it is? So each business has a page with a calendar on it. And I put down, these are the targets I want to reach, and this is when I want to reach them. So then I just start back engineering it, and I say, okay, how much is this going to cost to do, and how much can I reasonably expect to make or convert into income? And then you just engineer it backwards, and you say, okay, this is where I want to be. This is what I have to do there. It's not hard. And then it's written down, and each department gets a color, because wouldn't you make it fun and pretty, right? And then we make our, our list of what the steps to do to get it there and when to start. That's how I do it. And I carry that around with me all the time. And when inspiration strikes or when I've done something that has achieved one of the goals or I've hit one of the steps or I, I did something that I was going to do by that time, I get to mark it down so I can see, hey, I did it. I give myself a pat on the back and I get excited. You have to celebrate your successes too. So that's just a really short version of how I put things together for myself. Just put it all in one book. Make it as easy as you possibly can for yourself. You type up stuff on computers and have graphs and charts. And, and don't get me wrong, I am the biggest fan of it all on the computer as you get. I mean, my whole life I can plot out on a spreadsheet because I love it. And if that's what you like, go ahead and do it. But I also put it in the book and I write it in my handwriting. Because when it comes from my handwriting onto that piece of paper, you remember it better. Then when you type it up, you can picture it in your mind. You can go back. You can feel it. It's you. And that's what helps keep you. I find that's what helps keep, keeps me on track. So let's write something down. And that's your business plan. We're going to talk about, if you're not in a business, we're going to talk about some planning. You know me. It's all about tracking your cash. Call it a budget. Call it a cash flow state. Call whatever you want. Track your cash. We have to know where your cash is coming from and where your cash is due. And we have to know it before it happens. So that's where my Excel comes in. Like, let's be honest, it's just beautiful to put that all on a spreadsheet and you can see the cash coming in. You can see what people want to be coming up to go out. And there's 12 months in the year for everybody. We all get the same amount. So somebody has something happening in January. Some people have school starting in September and tuitions are, some people don't have school and tuition, but we all know in September, if you have school on a certain day and we can plug that payment in because we know we have to have that kind of cash for that particular event. We know that Christmas comes in December every year for all of us. So we can have in our plan that we're going to take $50 a month and we're going to slide it into our savings account and we're going to be ready when Christmas is here instead of panicking. So those are some of the things I want to talk to you about tonight. When I get into financial independence, which I'm going to say, what is financial independence anyway? We're going to talk about that when we come back from our first break because we are going to take our first break of the night and we'll talk more about that. You are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, on the Inspires Network. When we return, we're going to continue to talk about financial independence, what that is, how we achieve it, how it fits in with our plans. So don't go. We'll be right back.
too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Kathy Cooknope, and this is Financially Speaking. Today, our our topic is financial independence. Before we went to break, we were talking about uh, we were talking about me. We were talking about the way I have my own little system set up. We were talking, and I was just sharing with you about how I get ready for the new year. And the reality is, I'm getting ready for the new year. So you're never stopping by saying, "Okay, I'm going to do my planning this day, and then I'm done." It's a living, breathing event. It's a living, breathing document, changing it all the time because things happen, right? We get opportunities come up where we say, hey, this actually fits really well with what I want to do with my life or with my business. And we might take that investment on other parts. Like if the job, the dream job came up, then you're going to make changes to the job that you have. You're going to probably leave it and take your dream job. So we're going to make these adjustments. So we're really planning our life every day. And we're putting that into place every day. And we're making our um, revisions and we're making all the the great and wonderful dreams that we have are because we're planning for it. And by planning for it and by writing it down, we're making it more real. So we have to write our dreams down and that becomes our plan. And then we just execute it like following a map. I always like to think of it as a treasure map because the treasure is the dream that you had at the beginning. You're going to get it by plan. So what do we do? We write this and this doesn't have to be a business down with your plans. If you wanted to go to school, if you wanted to, you know, if you're 50 years old at your degree, write it down. Let's figure out the way to do it because you can do it. And I hear a lot of the time is, well, you know, money's always an issue. Of course, that is the biggest thing people can say. But, but I have to tell you, there's a lot of money out there. There's a lot of money out there in the world and it's available to any of us. So any of us can go, we can work towards it. We can get paid in uh, either through wages by some kind of different investments, however you want to look at it. There's a lot of money out there, lots and lots of money. And there's lots of people out there with lots and lots of money. And those are the people that believe there's lots of money out there and they, and they got it. So don't let money hold you back because there's always a lot of money out there. There's so much money swirling around out in the universe that all you have to do is say, hey, this is what I want to do with my life. This is how much I want to, or this is how much I want to have as my net worth. And then you just put it out there and go after it simple that sounds but it really is that simple and don't let people confuse how much you need with how much money you want because a lot of people get get influenced by their neighbors or cousins or somebody and they're like well yeah but they have they make so much more money or they have this or they have that who cares 
who cares what your cousin has or what your neighbor's brother-in-law is doing or what your your neighbor has got going on on the other side of the street. It doesn't matter. You don't maybe want a boat. Maybe you don't maybe you don't want to travel the world. Maybe you just like to have a couple of weeks off to hang out at your own house and read a book. And your success and that is your goal and that is awesome because there's nothing wrong with that. So when you're doing your planning, this is what I always keep in mind. I'm not competing with anybody but myself. And what do I want? Well, I'm really interested in flying all over the world. And, you know, honestly, if you have six houses, you got to be cleaning all because you got to look after them all. Now you got to staff, you got to manage people. Maybe you don't want to do that. Maybe you don't want a plane and you got to pay for a pilot's wages and pay for insurance on it and pay for all the fuel. And when fuel's going up, expenses, maybe you don't want that stress and you don't have to have it. But you have the option of having it if you want it. So just think about what you really want. Now, tonight, when I, I, the show is about financial independence. And when I talk to people about what, what, what is financial independence, what does that mean to you? Just think about it for a second. What does financial independence mean to you? Does that mean you have all the money in the world that you want? Does that mean you have all the money in the, that you need to live? Does that mean that you're completely dependent of anybody and anything that has control over you because you're able to stand on your own two feet? It means all the above. Whatever it is to you, that's super, super important. And financial independence is really what we want to strive towards. People, it's funny because people will say, how much do I need to retire? Well, obviously, there's a lot of things that come into play. How long you want to retire, how much, how much you're going to be saving, what your retirement year is going to look like. Is there going to be traveling? Are you moving, upgrading, downgrading your house, buying a car, boat, buying a motorhome, you know, buying a horse farm? What, what's that look like to you? What's your retirement look like to you? So there's a whole book that go into it. But the reality of it is when people say, I got to have a million dollars retire or I got to have whatever, they haven't really looked at it. And everybody thinks a million dollars, by the way, is the number that gets floated around so much that I hear. So, and it sounds like a lot of money to to everybody when you, when they say a million dollars or I say a million dollars. Sounds like a lot of money, but when you think about how much money you've handled, time a million dollars isn't something you haven't already touched. You've you've gotten paid. If you got paid fifty thousand dollars a year, multiply that by twenty years, you got a million bucks. So when we start talking about a million bucks, everyone gets all that's a lot of money. Well, I'm not saying it's not, but it's also something that you haven't already handled. We've all touched a million dollars. We've all worked someplace, even if we work someplace for minimum wage and we're collecting sales every day for a company and we're cashing checks for people and we're selling products to people or services for our employers. Well, we've probably touched a million dollars because we put those sales in and meet our sales targets every day or whatever the, the product is or the size of the store you're working at and his or the service. You've touched a million dollars. So when I say a million dollars, don't get all, whoa, that's too big of a number and tune me out because we've all touched it. So we don't always necessarily need it though. So what's financial independence? So financial independence, if you look up a definition for it, it says that it means you have enough wealth to live on without working. It's financially independent people have assets that generate income, which is cash flow. And that is at least equal to their expenses. So income you earn without having a job is commonly passive income. Now, I know a lot of people out there know that term passive income. And, and, and to be honest with you, until multi-level marketing became so, so popular and so well-known, passive income really didn't get talked about. And passive income is that money that you make with when essentially it's money you make without having to do anything. So if that's the case where in a multi-level marketing organization um, you have somebody that is doing something, you're making money on an override from them, that's passive income. So you're making money without having to actually go out and do anything for it. So that's what we're talking about. It's not just a multi-level marketing, obviously, because we had it before. It just didn't get as much attention. I, I just see now that people understand a lot better because of those different kinds of companies. So... Another example of some passive income, if you receive $5,000 in dividends from a stock that you own, for example, and your expenses $4,000, so you've got your passive income of five, and you've got expenses of 4000 and you can live off of your passive income because you have an X thousand dollars a month, right? And that's your financial independence. 
you're financially independent. You don't need to do anything else. You have the money to do it. So when I say you don't have to have a lot of money, I'm not exaggerating. It's whatever your financial number is. And everybody's is different. Identical twins living in the same setting, identical twins having the exact same number of kids at the exact same number of time, <laughs> they're still different. So everybody's got a different number. So uh, under some circumstances, you will have people who have asked, they calculate it, and a person's assets and their liabilities are upside down, which means you have more liable assets. You're not financially independent. And that's okay as long as you know and you're doing something to correct it. Financial independence is, in my opinion, equal to complete independence. Because if you are not fully in charge of your life and somebody has the ability to come in and demand something of you that you can't control, you're not fully independent yet. That is my goal for all of us, for everyone I talk to, for all my clients that I have come into my either through the investments or through the bookkeeping, my goal is to make them financially independent. Because imagine your life where you're in a position to say, I will do what I want, when I want, how I want, because I can support myself and I don't need anybody else. And that to me has got to be the best feeling, the most freeing feeling to say, I have to be doing anything that I don't want to be doing because I don't have this pressure somebody who who has this control over me. So that's not that's not something I want people to be living with that pressure. I want you to be able to go out for dinner because you can afford it. I want you to be able to go to the movie because you can afford it. I want you to be able to trip because that fits in your financial independence. I don't want you to have to stress about it and say, well, I can afford to spend that $2 on the coffee today because I'm not financially independent. Now, to get to that financial independence, we're going to talk about that after the next break. And some of the things we're going to talk are that we might have to do a little bit of sacrificing or compromising right now so that we can have a solid financial independence. And you will find, with if you read uh, any like money, any of the business magazines or whatever, they have a lot of um, inner, or what do you call it, uh, where they, they have financial independence and retire now referring to the same thing. Because retirement doesn't have to be at age 65, and retirement doesn't have to be a certain income bracket. Retirement and financial independence could happen whenever you choose it to happen. So if you're financially independent at age 40, for example, retirement is choosing to not work or choosing to work during your financial situation. So retirement is I'm going to retire and I'm going to be done with my job by choice, but financial independence is I have the ability at any time and I don't need anybody to tell me because I can do it myself. And those are things that I want us to really be aware of the differences. We really independent. We want to have our own finances and we want to decide when we retire or what our retirement looks like. Because a lot of people like me will never retire. We love what we do. I will be watching what's happening in the markets until I can't see or hear anymore. And that's going to be fun for me because that's what I like to do. So for me, retirement is about hitting a certain age and having to have to quit the work that I'm doing. Changing what I'm doing, maybe. Or the way I do it or the number of hours I do it, maybe. But that's not going to be forced on me. That's going to be chosen by me. And that's what I want for everybody. We are up to our second break for the night. We're going to take our break. We're going to come back. and I'm going to talk to you about ways to get ready for financial independence. They're not painful. It's not going to hurt. You don't need to go see a doctor. It's going to be something you can do yourself. Nope. So you are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, on the Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we're going to continue our conversation about financial independence. We will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific 
on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, and we're talking about financial independence. Before we went to break, we started talking about uh, what's important and how we can measure financial independence and why it's important we achieve it. And I want to do one of the myth-busting comments right now that I hear a lot. And right off the bat, everybody thinks that income is the to financial independence. So you got to make a lot of money. So you can be financially independent. I can tell you right now that's false because we can all, if I give you two seconds to think of people who had a lot of money that you could went bankrupt, I bet you could all come up with it. Celebrities who've made multiple millions of dollars that went bankrupt uh, a couple times. So you can give uh, yourself an example, people who've made a crap load of money and gone bankrupt. And that's easy, 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 easy. And I see it all the time. I can tell you, part of the problem with people who make a lot of money is the more they make, the more they spend and the less they track it. So be really careful. It's not, financial independence is not equal to having a high paying job or having, now, I'm not going to lie to you, it's a lot easier if you have a high paying job and big wages to get a plan and get it under control and get it in place. We have more to work with. Of course it is. But you have to be more willing to work too. So people who get into this, they're spending so much money and they're keeping this huge lifestyle. And in Canada and the United States, I can tell you, there is a lot of people that fall into this category. majority of the people are spending more than they have coming in and they're keeping up with the lifestyle that they can't afford. Surprised at how many of your neighbors are in this category. So this is the stuff I want you to get in right now, that financial independence is also a psychological independence. Because you are holding yourself tied to how much money you make. And psychologically, you're thinking, I'll never be independent. I can't make that much. And that's not true. So you can have the pro football player or basketball player or singer or actor, celebrities. And I can give you tons of examples because I know you're all thinking about, oh, this did this person did. Yep, they all went bankrupt. They all made millions and millions of dollars, $25 million on a movie or $10 million a year throwing a ball. And they all went bankrupt because they didn't have it under control. And then I can examples of your neighbors that you pass every day on the street who drive a bus or who work a clerk or who work on the line at a, at a manufacturing plant, and they're all multimillionaires because they are keeping more of what they make and then instead of spending it versus the pro sports players who are spending and more and more and more and making all this money and then they go bankrupt. So there absolutely is not a connection in terms of I have to make more money to be financially independent. You have to keep more money and be better with it. That's it. So we can all choose to be multimillionaires. We can all retire independent, however we want that to look. We just have to make that. So once you make that decision, how much does it take to get there? So I'm going to give you some Canadian examples. Now, this is just rough numbers. And again, we don't get all excited. We've all touched a million dollars in our lifetime. So how much... And I'm assuming we're all, you know, at least working. So maybe if you're listening to this and you're 10 years old, you may not have touched a million dollars yet, but you will in time. So how much money do we need to get there? So let me give you some examples. So some research shows that in British Columbia, they need a little more than the rest of us. So for those of you who are the British Columbia is on the beautiful west coast of this country that has got gorgeous landscape and um, it's phenomenal if you get a chance to see it. It's also super expensive, so the cost of living is higher. It's similar to the where it's a little bit more money to live in New York than it is to live in Ohio. So these are things that we want to keep in mind. Britain is an expensive place to live, so it needs $1.07 million. 
Now, when you retire or working, you're not going to take $1.07 million that you've saved up and carry it around in your pocket and spend it for the next 30 or 40 years. It's going to stay invested, which means it's still going to continue to make money and participate in the market. So people forget this. It's not, okay, I have to have this money by this date. Guess what? Your money is still going to be making you money because what you're doing when you have it invested. So BC is going to be $1.07 million. Now, the national average in Canada is 787000 So it's significantly more because it's a higher cost of living. Now, Alberta's, they need about $916,000. Million, or 916, 000, sorry. Saskatchewan and Manitoba are somewhere around 907000 Those in Ontario are just about 872000 Quebec, they are about 427000 they think they need. And there's a bit of divide between the gender. So men believe they need about 942000 Women are about 650000 Now, when you think about the statistics of men not outliving women, you should have those numbers reversed when you look at the research. But again, there's a psychological part that plays in our financial independence. So these are all the things we need to look at. So how do we achieve financial independence and be able to do everything that we want to do well, postpone sometimes the stuff that we really want to do with the money. So when we're 25 and we can't afford to go buy the boat and we go buy it, and we do it on credit, we never get ourselves ahead. But if we wait, instead of having instant self-gratification and we put this in our plan by a certain that we want to have it, then when we have it and we own this boat or whatever it is that we want to buy, we can afford it. And now we're in our financial independence stage and we feel better about it. We don't have the stress about insurance is coming due and I hope I have enough money and if I get paid that day, I can move it over here and bounce it there and financial independence, that's financial stress. We don't want that. So those are in Canada numbers that we, you know, target that people think they need to be independent financially. Now, there's a whole lot of ways to do this and this is something that we can't do in an hour. We couldn't do it in a 24 because there's so everybody's in a totally independent. Everybody's different. Everybody's needs are different. Everybody's plan will be different. So that's where you work with your financial advisor and you say, okay, let's let's put our financial independence number and then work towards the goal. And that's for your business, for yourself. So let's become financially independent. How do we do that? Can we retire early, dependent early? So the majority of people could actually retire in 10 years if they set their mind to it. So if you're 25 years old and you're just starting out, think about if you want to really put your mind to it and really buckle down for 10 years, 10 years just goes by in a flash. Look how fast last year went. I think 2018 just started and it's almost three quarters of the way into 2019, January 2019. So incredible. So if you're willing to do the work, and you can take a little, handle a little bit of risk. Suggestion on how you could retire by the time you're say 30. And this is um, this is right out of the U.S. news. So how would we do that? Change the way you think about money is number one. Change the way you think about it. Lots of money out there. You deserve it. Why not go get it? Calculate how much retire early. Write it down. Have a plan. Reduce your expenses. Pump up your savings. Increase your income as best often and as many times as you can and invest aggressively. That's the formula. That's it. Change your, change your mind and how you think about money. Calculate what you need, what you need, not what somebody tells you you need, not what your neighbor needs, not what your brother or sister or cousin or uncle or somebody tells you should have, what you need, what makes you happy. Calculate that number. Reduce your expense. Pump up your savings. Increase your income. To save as much as you can, every time that you can, take the raise, take the new job, do the second job, get the passive income, whatever that looks like, either by stocks, and then invest aggressively when you're 25. You got lots of time. So, sounds pretty easy, doesn't it? I told you it was pretty easy. I like easy. And all you have to do is be committed to it. So, change the way you think about money. What do we do? We talked about that. That's mindset. So if you need if you if you need a million dollars to retire if that's your number then don't instantly to oh that's too much money I can't make that I can't save that I can't do it. as soon as you do that then you yourself and your brain that you're right you can't so you won't but if you're like a million bucks sure why not let's do a million bucks in ten years or maybe I can do it in five and if I only did six hundred thousand in five years to do another I should be able to do another five hundred thousand in another five years so how do we not 
just make it a game and, and enjoy it and really have a lot of fun with it. Because I, I think it's fun, right? Math is fun. People just don't get to see it that way because that's not how it's presented to them. So, and remember too, it's going to be invested. You're not withdrawing every single cent this very second that you retire. So, determine how much you need by whatever age that you want to go. And then divide how much you spend each year in retirement, which is your withdrawal rate. So if you expect you're going to spend, say, $45,000 each year in retirement, and you're going to be comfortable with taking 3% out, then you need 5000 divided by 3%, which is 0.03. And that's $1.5 million to save in retirement. So it, it, people think, oh, I need so much money to do this. No, just take the number and divide by what you need for the withdrawal rate. Not a problem. And everybody can do it. It's easy. You don't need to have a math degree or a P in, in uh, high order math or anything like that. You can do it yourself. So it's going to be counterintuitive. I know when I say this, but we want it to. We want to eat at the fine restaurants. Go to the theater or the movies or 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 take the all inclusive trip. Great. Or maybe first class. No problem. But we can't have it all at the same time that we're doing. So let's postpone our reward and maybe let's not go out for dinner or let's maybe not go out every weekend when we're 25 and I know I have kids fun and they're great and they go out and they do stuff but if you're out every weekend and you're spending money on food and and drinks and you're not really noticing that 100 bucks just went 50 bucks went there then you're not going to hit your financial independence number so Maybe, look, let's look at what I'm doing right now. I'm going out three weekends out of four every month. I'm going to cut that back to two or maybe even one. And take that money that I would have gone out, and I'm going to pluck it away into my savings investment. And I'm going to be aggressively investing because I'm only 25. I can afford to go through lots of cycles with the market. And you're going to put in that money, and you're going to watch it grow. And you're going to be proud of yourself because when you're 30 and your friends are still going going out three or four weekends a month, you're going to see you've got a financial independence number rising beautifully. And instead of going out to dinner, you're going to be able to take that trip or you're going to be able to maybe buy that car that you wanted. So these are things to look at. And everyone has their own independent advice that they need. Everybody's different. I can't say that this number is going to be yours and this number is going to be mine and that number is going to be his or hers. You really need yourself. It's your own independent number. Financial independence. That means for you you all about you it's all about you so financial independence is all about you so we're going to take our final break of the night and we come back i'm going to wrap up our conversation about financial independence i want to encourage people again we'll tell you again and again and again (laughs) to track your cash it's all about you focus on you don't worry about everybody else because that's what happens when we everybody else's mindset So let's take our final break and come back. You are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Cook Noble, on the Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we are going to continue up our conversation about financial independence. We will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network, and you are listening to Financially Speaking. Today, we are talking about financial independence. 
And before we went to break, I gave you a few ways, to, I, I think a little tip or trick on how to become financially. It's, it's easy. If I've, if I've taught you nothing ever, please know that it's easy. It's easy to track your own money. It's easy to know your own money, to get yourself in the position you want to be in. The only thing you need to do is make the commitment. And that, that isn't to yourself to do it. And once you do that, then you work with the person who works best with you. Because when you go to an advisor or, or a friend or somebody, whoever it's going to be, even if it's not a professional advisor, you work with who's going to be able to help you the best way possible for you. Because that's what it's about. Remember, it's all about you. It's all about you. So when we're talking about financial independence, we're not just talking, talking about that psychological part of it where you now are in control of your life. You are now running your life. You are making things happen for you because you are in control. So independence is your independence. It is you controlling your life all the time, no matter what. It is saying, no, I'm not going to go and do that or work that day or pay for that or buy that or be responsible for that. It is you saying, I want to take that trip or, or yes, I just want to sit at home for three days and finish my book or binge watch my net movies or TV shows or whatever it is that you want to do that makes you happy. And nobody can tell you that and nobody can be wrong. So whatever it is for you, you're not wrong. Just know that. And people think that all the time. Well, I shouldn't do that. You should do what makes you happy. And if what makes you happy is saving every stray animal out there, then you need to get yourself in a position so that you can do that. And that's where you get help with people like me and find advisors and bookkeepers and accountants because we can help with the tax part of it, the savings part of it, the investment part of it. So that's just what I want you to take away. Track your cash, write down your plan. New Year's resolutions are not meant to show and have you disappointed that you didn't make them. So when you get to the end of the year and we're like, hey, wow, I, you know, lose weight. Yeah, that didn't happen. I gained it. Or, oh, I was supposed to save money. Yeah, that didn't happen. I lost it. Or, hey, I'm actually in worse shape than I was at the beginning of the year and yourself. And it's just a spiral that you get into. Just give yourself a break. Just give it, say, listen, I'm human. I'm going to make a mistake. Actually, if you don't make a mistake, you should be like, whoa, what's wrong with me? Am I not doing enough? Am I not out there? You know, you learn from your mistakes. So be independent. Think it's all about you. So when we talked about, I want to talk to you a little bit about sharing your gifts. We talked about that at the beginning of the show. You can become financially independent. I gave you the five steps. You can make your work with money because there's tons of money out there. I mean, you turn on any TV show, there's lots and lots of money out there. But sharing your is important, and we all have them. So I want to just share an idea with you because at Choices Network, that's what we're here for. We're here to share ideas and inspire each other and inspire other people and really help truly, truly impact the world in a positive way. So for anybody out there that's thinking, geez, I, I could do that, or sounds easy enough, or, or I wish somebody would listen to me, or I have these great gifts and these great ideas, can't seem to get them out there. Yeah, you can. There's always a way. And I'm going to tell you how you can do it. You can get a hold of our network, and you can talk to Christine, because I am sure that if you talk to her about sharing your and becoming a host, she would be happy to discuss that with you. She's always looking to grow, add the network value and people that we're going to share with other people, inspirational messages. So you're out there. You have gifts. I know you do. Everybody has a gift. And if you don't know what your gifts are, start thinking about it. But if you talk to somebody who knows you well and you ask them, they'll be able to tell you. Because you have gifts and they're usually so easy. The stuff that you do so easy, that's your gift. And most people don't even think about it. So it's just easy enough to do it. Everybody could do it. I used to think that about finance. I thought it's so easy. Everybody must know how to do this. That's not true. So consider what your gifts are and consider how you can share them with the world and how you can make the place this live in a better place. And consider joining the Inspired Choices Network and becoming a host and sharing your gifts because together we work together. We make this world a better. We all grow. We all are inspired and we all do better and we all achieve our goals. So I just want to put that in the... We're at the beginning of the year. We've got lots of new and exciting things happening. If you're out there anywhere in the world and you're thinking, gosh, I could do that and I'd love to do that, then you need to call and talk to the network because Christine is the person you need to talk to to share your gifts. I, I, instead of being a manager and owner and director and all those terms, she should just be a gift sharer of your title. <laughs> so that's my, my uh, suggestion and inspiration for you to share your gifts. 
Now, I'd love for everyone, if you're tracking your cash, financial independence, and you've got your independent number, I would love it if you guys join our our um, chat room and join us any Monday night on Financially Speaking. I know I'm on every month. I've been I've been co-hosting and sharing with my sister because I'm I've written a book, teaching some workshops, and and there's only so many hours in the day apparently, and you can't clone your all these other things. So you can't get rid of me. I'm going to be here, but I'd love to share and have people share what they're what they're doing, what they're learning, how it's going. Join us anytime in the chat or send us an email or send us a message or join us on Facebook because we just want to hear how he's doing. We know when we hear the impact that we have on people, it's, it is such a boost. I love hearing and I love talking to people and seeing people and how well they're doing. For me, I gosh, putting a plan together and then seeing them execute it. It's, I almost feel guilty because I get more excited sometimes than they do, but I know how exciting it is for everybody to really get a hold of their financials and be independent and really take control of their life. So uh, share with us. We're here to support each other. Let us know how you're doing. Call in, write in, um, whatever Facebook, you know, whatever mode of uh, communication is your favorite. So I would love to everybody a great financial independence year. And I, I think every year is a opportunity to expand on what you had last year, change on what you didn't like, add didn't have, and just really, really, really enjoy your life because we only get to do this once. And well, and I know that's a con- conversation for other people, um, but we have to do this once. So let's do it really well together and let's help each other and really focus on what you want and don't get your mind in the way of everybody else messing up your real plans. So next week, we're going to be talking about can you afford your relationship? We've all had them, I'll question them. We all could use a little bit of help. So join Karen and we will talk about that. Best of luck to everybody. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook-Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.